So we're just calling this insights. The insights. The insights. The insights. Okay. Hey, welcome everyone to our first episode of The Insights. This is a father-son podcast, something we've been wanting to do for a long time. And uh, so you're going to hear some real-life stuff from your host, Nate Grella, and uh, my son, Blake Grella. And uh, we're going to hear and just talk about a lot of different things on here, just random stuff. Probably going to ask you for uh, what you want to hear from us as well as we go through this. You would use your pastor voice to do this intro. That's right. Why you wouldn't I? Your pastor voice. Well, uh, let's just give him a little bit of an introduction about okay. us. I mean, oh. I assume most of us, most of the listeners will probably know a little bit about us, but we'll just give him a little bit more of a, the insight. I don't know. See Maybe we're going there? viral. <laughs> you see what I did there? I said yeah. the, the insight. The insight. I'm going to give it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just give him a little bit of an introduction about <clears throat> you. Uh, just like name age if you want to tell them how old you are is that yeah Uh, there's some interesting stuff about you well i I mean we already got the name so yeah um 42 42 and a half on the way to 43 i know i'm old uh i'm a pastor been in ministry for 20 years but got all kinds of experience that i'm sure as we go through this we'll share some of those things so Yep, and then I'm Blake. You? I am Pastor Nate's son, the PK. The PK. Uh, 18, turning 19 in a few months. Current student at UNT. What are you studying? I think I'm going to study finance. It was originally sports management, but I think I'm switching to finance. Why is that? I just think finance is a better path for me. But mm-hmm. Are you a numbers guy? Yeah, I would say so. You're white and nerdy? <laughs> Totally. That's me. I even got the glasses for it. Yeah, that's right. How to get the glasses. Mm. Um, But yeah, that's basically a little bit of an intro about me. Uh, First topic I want to start with, um, talk about what we are best known for. Like if someone had to describe you, what are you best known for? Like if someone at church asks someone else, Uh what is Pastor Nate best known for? I mean, I think it depends who you talk to, but... Pretty well known as the worm around these parts, which is uh, my workout group that I do every day, five o'clock in the morning. Crazy. Uh, I'm working out with guys outside, no matter what, hot, cold, rain, shine, whatever. And, uh, you know, everybody wants to beat the worm. That's the goal. Where does where does the name the worm come from? What does that even mean? So, you know, the first time you go out, you're you're uh, you're you don't have a name. So you're just the FNG, which means a nice term, not not what you might think. It's the friendly new guy for the F3 because we are a Christian-based you know, workout group. But um, So you start out with that, but then afterwards they get you in a, a circle and you got to tell about yourself. And so I think the if I remember right, I told, I told them that I love the game of basketball, that I coach basketball. And uh, I just have to be careful because I can tend to get myself uh, kicked out of games if I say too much to the referees. And I've had some technical fouls called against me as a coach. And so uh, as I talked about that and they asked what position I played in college and I was like power forward. 
So immediately with the technical fouls and all that stuff and I think the tattoos and stuff, they were like, oh, you're the worm, like Dennis Rodman. So that's that's how I got the name. It's not because of the dance or any of that stuff. It's because I'm like Dennis Rodman. So, well, what you you said you said there was a name that you were called in college. What was that? You uh, always talk about this. What was that one? No, that was high school. High school. High Same school. Thing. No, no, middle school actually it was I'll called it because I was I was so pale, like so white, like almost ghost like so white they, with bright blonde hair. Yeah, not not anymore. But uh, yeah, like they no called hair me now. That's right. I'm bald. Uh, they called me uh, Albi for like albino. And then um, there was a movie that came out like around that time too, seventh, seventh or eighth grade called Powder. So I'm like aging myself here. So they called me <laughs> Albi and Powder because our our team was the Jackson Polar Bears. Ooh. So we had these like, you know, Los Angeles Lakers colored jerseys, purple and gold. And, uh, like, man, being that white and pale, yeah, it just stood out. Yeah, that's rough. So, yeah. Well, you said, like, if you ask certain people at church, they would say different things. What else What else would you say you're best known for? Um, I mean, I think people know if, if at church, like, they know that I'm the pastor that's always standing at the door. Um, and now it's like, I don't even know everybody. Like, we... We were just talking about this recently, right? Mm-hmm. Sitting at the table, and you're, you guys are, uh, you and McKenna and Madison are all like, um, man, everybody knows who you are. Like, you go somewhere. I, literally, yesterday, I was at Starbucks meeting somebody, 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm sitting there, and as I'm sitting there, like, three people walk in, and they all said hi to me, and I'm saying hi to people, and uh, the guy I'm with is like, man, you're like a celebrity around here. Everybody knows you. You're like the mayor. and uh, I think it's just because we've grown so much that, and you know, I'm at not, not only that, but we're in, we've been involved cause you guys playing sports and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's being like getting nominated for president of the booster club or whatever, I've just gotten a lot of connections with people. So yeah. I guess you could say you're kind of a big deal, kind of a big deal, maybe a little <laughs> bit. I even have a sign for it. So. Well, I'm surprised you didn't, when I asked you that question, you didn't talk anything about your shoe game. I'm surprised you're not known as the the pastor with the heat on, the uh, heat on his feet. I'm surprised you didn't say anything about that. Your mic kind of just like went out there. Did it? Well, it did. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. Okay. This is our first podcast, right? <laughs> We're getting it figured. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, McKenna's in here and she's like, shoes. I mean, I am the preacher with the sneakers, right? Mm-hmm. Like. People come to Compass sometimes, I think, because they've heard I'm the pastor with the Jordans. So, I mean, obviously the collection has grown over the last Yeah, you've won two years. pairs of shoes in the last week. <laughs> I'm struggling over here just to win a pair of shoes. Well, I just got lucky. Yeah. The Lord's favor was The Lord's me. favor. That's what mm-hmm. you always say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I know maybe, I, I maybe, knew. maybe it's because you bought boots and you're trying to go cowboy oh, okay. now. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I see how it is. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I always make fun of you, but that's the that's the one thing I'll give you props on. You do have really good shoe game. I mean, pulling up to church every week, different pair of shoes. I don't think you've ever worn the same pair of shoes two weeks in a row. No. I don't I, think you've ever done that. It's not a. It's not allowed. Not allowed. No. You gotta they, always have everything in rotation. Yeah. That, I mean, when you've got the the number you have, I mean, 
Sometimes I what don't. Do you, what What are you at? How many pairs do you think you're at now? I don't even know. Too I many. Mean, it's too many to count. <laughs> like, uh, I think I think you're almost at like one for each week of the year. Fifty two weeks. Uh, I mean, if you're I closing, if I borrow life. some of yours, definitely. That's true. Um, I don't know. Mom, mom was asking me the other day. She's like, "When are you gonna get rid of some?" I'm like, "Well, well, when Blake moves out, we're gonna turn his whole room into like." On my own foot locker. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's going to be like the vault. You're just going to have shoes all right. around the wall. We're going to have it like LED lit. <laughs> Get a neon sign. I just the vault. leave the TV up there and have like Jordan highlights playing on the screen. 24-7. Yeah. That'd be legit. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Yeah. I mean, you do got good shoe game. I mean, Thanks, you got the man. Lawson Founds. Yeah. Two pairs of Travis Scott's now? Uh, Yeah. Because you got the ones and the sixes. Yeah. Yeah, you got the bread fours. You just got the reimagined breads. I know. I I don't know if I'm keeping those though. Those were just a. Those are a, those are might be a those are a flip. So you can, so you can I mean, buy more. That's the way to get what you want, right? Yeah. You make money off the high priced ones. That's true. Just keep adding to the collection. That's the only reason I enter for half the shoes. That's right. I got I got enough of shoes of my own. Well, you do. Yeah, I think the I I, I will say sneaker game's good. Got to have McKenna make sure that, that the drip, the clothing the looks good. Is that what we your say? Fashion is, I guess. I guess. I mean, yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of old now. Right. It's the fit now. It's just for the fit. Make sure the fits fire, <laughs> not drip. But I mean, well, you're old, so I guess you would say that. Uh but yeah, I would I would say your shoes. I mean, if you look at our staff now, like ninety percent of the NFW staff. It's like wearing Jordans or like some sort of like sneakerhead shoe. Like you see Air Forces, you see Jordans, you see New Balances, yeah, Yeezys. You see everyone's wearing them. So Man. I think I think you started that culture for our for our campus. Oh. And then you got like people every week wearing heat. Oh yeah. I see people wearing Travis. I see like Dude. little kids, like little two year olds wearing Travis <laughs> Scotts. I'm like, dang. We got some guys that got some straight heat yeah. though. Like my game is good, but oh yeah, there's, there's some, dudes with legit stuff. Yeah, like off white ones. And, oh yeah, you know, pulling unions. up the church off white ones. This is crazy. There's just some of the stuff. I'm like, I'm never gonna get those shoes unless this podcast gets sponsored. Yeah, you get sponsored by Jordan. Jordan, yeah. that's shout out, shout out, Jordan. Jordan, let's go. You are Nike. listening. Preachers Nike. and sneakers, baby. Let's. Hook us up. We don't have custom. any followers yet, but one day you're gonna. <laughs> one day we will get there. This is this is literally your shot right now, like Michael Jordan. Like this you could miss 100 of the shots you don't take. This is this is the game changer right here. You you have all these other guys out there. You got Groeschel. You got Furtick. You got Mike Todd. I mean, you're trying to go after the Magic Johnsons of the preacher world, but then there's that dark horse, number three pick, Michael Jordan. From North Carolina. Are you saying or, you're Michael Jordan? I'm just saying I'm Nate Grella from Cincinnati Bible College. Cincinnati Bible College. Number 32. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, or was you know that just because so you were crazy? the last player to pick a jersey and that's all I had left? No, no, I was 32. <laughs> you know what's crazy is my jersey color in high school was the same color in college. We had purple and gold. And you were 32. Our college jerseys were... um. They look like it was back in the the day when Kobe and and Shaq were playing with the Lakers. 
and uh, we had the our jerseys look just like replicas of those jerseys back in the mm. day, where they had like the, you know how like it's more of the the cut off sleeve type style jersey that they yeah. were wearing back in the early two thousands instead of the more like the um, oh, like tank top style, style. Yeah. yeah. So we had those, literally had those ones. So, so you you went up there feeling like Shaq. Yeah, no doubt. Mix of Shaq and Dennis Rodman, just getting ejected. Mm-hmm. Didn't you throw a chair once? Yeah. Or was that a church league? Uh, that was that was a that was a church yeah church league uh, Christian camp league. Ah, just got ejected for you know just your typical pastor getting thrown out of the church <sighs> league. That was very young and dumb, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I lost. Uh, I was two game suspension for that. Oof, so. two game suspension from the church but, league. Yeah, because I slammed the ball and then the ball went all the way to the ceiling and hit the the light, the gym Oof. light. Yeah, it was wasn't my your fine was days. to double your tithe for the next two weeks. Yeah, that was at <laughs> Woodland Lakes Christian Camp out in the middle of nowhere. That, that sounds like a nothing. That I sounds know. like nothing. Man, I was trying to find something for us to talk about here. I'm just going to keep scrolling so you can ask questions. All right. Well, the next thing that I had written down, I mean, I just had some topics written down for mm-hmm. us to to have something to start with, but then we like we just did a whole spin-off on on shoes. We just went on. We yeah. just went. There's really there's really no track that we're following here. We're just going to kind of talk about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next thing I had written down uh, since we started NFW, what has been your favorite Compass NFW church moment? Oh, man. Is that like any series or like any events that we've had? Mm-hmm. Like I know we have Night to Shine coming up here actually tomorrow. tomorrow. So by the time this is out, it'll be happening that day. That's right. Um, Man, that's tough because I think we've seen a ton of really cool stuff happen. Um, And every time I think like that's the thing, something else happens. So, yeah. I mean, obviously... Cool stuff like moving into the building that first Sunday. That was pretty Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, I think the last decision weekend we had was amazing. Like huge. The number of people who got in in the baptistry and the clothes they were wearing because Mm -hmm. I like was like, I'm gonna get in in my clothes, you get in in yours, and they did. I remember that. I'm like, I'm not normally an emotional guy at Mm -hmm. church, but like yeah. That day there were so many tears for me. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, I'd just see people getting in in their clothes and then like their whole families would do it. And I'm right. like, wow, that's just insane. I, I think too, like, I don't know. I I still think about the first um, Wednesday night back um, this past fall, like start of the school year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you guys were around when we started and oh yeah, <laughs> we're like meeting in a barn and yeah. it's 110 degrees out. And then we had the garage and, you know, you got 40 or Maybe forty or fifty kids showing up max. If that was a like awesome, like average night. was like yeah twenty, twenty five yeah. maybe. And I think that first night back, like we had three hundred and fifty plus, you know, kids, yeah, volunteers there. It was awesome. Like, and I remember sending a text to Anthony and um, Rob because we would sit and like Mondays we would always sit at like a coffee shop and be mm-hmm. and then just would remind them of like. What scripture says is uh, don't despise the small beginnings and like just keep doing what we're doing. And if we are 
if we're faithful with what God's given us, he's going to honor that and he's going to do even more. Yeah. And I think about that and I'll, and and that night I thought, man, it started small but look at this and like even last night, you know, we had over 350 um kids there. It was crazy. Wow. Um and it was you know, it's just amazing to see what God's been doing. So those are those are cool moments. I think I don't know, maybe this series we're in right now might actually be one of the um one of my favorite series that we've mm-hmm. ever done. And and it's definitely the most uh, well-received. It's the one that people are sending the most emails and texts. And it's really, it's really impacted people, obviously. And, uh, you know, I think it's because it's, we're talking about something that a lot of people struggle with. And yeah. We all struggle with it. So uh, it's been pretty cool to, to see that. And so. But I'm, I think that's like something that people want to hear. At yeah. church and like some churches will be afraid and shy away from it yeah because they think it'll be a negative turnout or like it'll hurt their church but i think it's what some people right they like not necessarily that they want to hear it but they need to hear mm-hmm. it and when they do hear it it's it helps them a lot yeah it's definitely a it's been a cool thing for sure and um you know we got three weeks left and to, this weekend is on like super heavy um, I think it's going to be powerful though. And then, you know, then we get to, we're going to Easter and I think we got another decision weekend coming up. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'd say personally for me, favorite church mm-hmm. moments. I mean, that's for, that's really a tough one. Mm-hmm. I didn't really even think about this before we even started. I just kind of wrote that down. Uh-huh. I'd say personally for me, favorite church moment. Hmm. I'd say summer camp. Like just the entirety of summer camp this last yeah. year was my favorite. Yeah. I mean, all all the summer camps I've been to have been fun, but I there's this last year, it was just a lot different, I felt like. I mean mm. we that? went and then me and McKenna, like and we've gone to a few of them, but then this year we found like a a good group of friends. Yeah. Um, that we just hung out with the entire week. Like a good solid group of kids who like are Christ followers and believe in that. Mm-hmm. And I think that w- that's been tough, especially going through high school. Yeah. And especially like at the high, at the high school we were going to, it's, it's tough finding people in the same beliefs as you. Yeah. And so when you find that good group of friends who believe the same things, it's like, it's really refreshing uh, to have that. So I think this, this last summer camp last year was definitely my favorite moment. Yeah, um, what, what else is, I mean, obviously, uh, it was impactful for you. Yeah. Like, wh- like, what was the thing that stood out to you, I guess? Or, like, what, what was it that moved the needle for you? Because, obviously, I mean, and you can, you can share what you want to on this, but I thought it was pretty cool, some of the stuff that happened. So. Yeah, uh, well, it was just, I think it was the third or fourth night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were sitting there, and they had they had a guest speaker come up and he was telling this story about how he was like, I can't remember exactly what the story was, but he was talking about, about how he was a youth pastor at one point and how this kid had like a bunch of things going on. And then he finally, the kid finally realized that he just like, he had these chains holding him back and that he just needed to drop those chains Mm -hmm. and start living in Christ. And like, he told this whole story and then he started to flip it 
mm-hmm. and he flipped it and he was saying that it was him. He was telling his own story, yeah. but from like the perspective of another kid. And I don't know what it was about it, but it just like really hit me. And I had like no intentions of like going down. They had like little platforms with chains on them that you would pick up yeah, and then just drop them. I had no intentions of going down there, but then he told this story and I was like, I need to, I need to go down and do this. Mm-hmm. So I remember we were up in like the top back of the bleacher. It was in a small college gym. So we were up in the top of the bleachers. And then I just like, it was the the last uh, worship bit after the message. Mm-hmm. And I just went down. I went down to the chains that was like near our section, but like no one was really around. And I remember I picked the chains up and I was just standing there. Mm-hmm. And I remember I just felt like two hands go on my shoulders and it was Jonathan and Anthony. Mm-hmm. And I remember I just dropped the chains and I lost it. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I walked off so the next person could get on. And I was just standing there. And Jonathan and Anthony both gave me a hug and so they were proud of me. Mm-hmm. And then I just had to sit on the ground and I just cried. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was just, it was a really powerful night, like just dropping my chains and starting to live my life for Christ again. Yeah. So I think that was, that's definitely been the best moment for me yeah. since we started compass nfw that definitely that was definitely a powerful (laughs) moment for me um watching that and then just getting to be there and then both you and mckenna were there and we're like you know arm around arms around each other and i thought that was really cool and um but then i even saw that last night too like when anthony's praying over mom and Mm -hmm. which talk about like how how amazing are those prayer moments like it's yeah. students like it's crazy but then so you guys yeah. and you guys like over one person you guys like were there hovering over mom af- afterwards and like i'm kind of just watching this and i thought man this is really neat to see um my kids who you know obviously there's always been that fear for me as a pastor of like are they gonna are they gonna love god or are they gonna just be like, man, this is forced on me. And I, I just love that both you and McKenna not only love God, it's very clear of that, mm-hmm. but you want to serve and you guys are both involved and um, you're making an impact in what you do. And, you know, wherever you, whatever area you serve, you guys have had a huge difference. And so to see you guys own your own faith, that's a big deal too. Yeah. So. I think that's definitely something that that's like what changed after the summer camp is like I've been serving. I mean, I served in production since we yeah. opened the campus. And I mean, I wanted to serve in production, but I also kind of had to because we were like so limited on volunteers then. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of just like served for the last four or five years in production. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because I didn't want or like not because I didn't want to and mm-hmm. was forced to. I mean, I wanted to. But also it just was there to help because we didn't have a ton of volunteers. Mm. But now after summer camp, I'm like, I want to serve. I actually do want to serve yeah. and serve God and like make an impact on other people's lives mm-hmm. um, and just like show them what God's love sure. is like. Well, I think it's cool. Like now you're serving with middle school, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, did you like, were you with them last night? No, we didn't. Oh, do yeah. You didn't do night. group. Yeah. Yeah. But like. <laughs> Like, uh, what was the, like you were saying, like the first night. You oh were yeah. Like, that first man, I don't remember being like that in seventh grade. <laughs> I don't know if that's just cause it was so long ago, Yeah, but I was like, man, these, 
these boys are crazy. Yeah. But so, but now you're like, oh, you know what? They actually opened up. And yeah. It was, to... I mean, the first week, I assume it was just because they, they probably didn't know who I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I Anthony just kind of threw me into them. So I was right. like, uh, yeah, we're just going to talk about the message, guys. Mm-hmm. But I think it was two weeks ago. Um, I went in and I was just talking with them and I was surprised at how much they actually opened up and like how, what they said yeah, and like how they actually paid attention and leaned in during the message, which yeah. I think is huge too, because I mean, sometimes you just see like middle schoolers and high schoolers going to youth group as like a hangout, just yeah. hang out with friends. But I think that we have a good group of students who are there for the right reasons and actually like want to learn more. Yeah. Well, and I think it's cool. Like, uh, not only that, you're, you know, elementary kids, you're yep. serving there too. Started doing that on Sundays. Yeah. So like, but like, even when you were speaking of which, I, you know, maybe we should go back and tell a little bit of the story of like, you went to college, right? You graduated mm-hmm. and you're living in, you're not that far away. 30 minutes, yeah, 30 minute drive. UNT. UNT. Good old UNT. Home of, home of the mean green. I don't even. What is the, the mean, mascot? The Mean Green Eagles. Eagles. That's right. We so you were living such a, on such a cool name, but we are so bad at everything. Not basketball. Uh, yeah, basketball we're fine, but football. Ooh. Yeah. So you're living. Anyways. You're living up there in Denton, and you're thinking like, "This is where I'm going to be." Yeah. And then, what happens? <laughs> How how into detail should I go for this? I mean, you could just be. I mean, you can give us the Cliff Notes version. Like, it doesn't have to be much. Yeah. Like, what what happened? Because you're not living at UNT. And I am not in Curra Hall anymore. No, right? I am not. I am living in the Grella household again. You're back in back in your own dorm room at home. Yep, right? and I prefer it way more. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I. I mean, I went up there. I was excited. I mean. Don't get me wrong. I liked my time up there. Yeah. And living in the dorm. It was a nice, it was a nice experience. They like kind of just go out and learn a little bit more about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I was just living up there in Denton. There's nothing to do in Denton. So that was a huge <laughs> thing of me wanting to come back. I was like, yeah, I have no reason to be up at Denton five well, days a week. And you were also like, um, well, it's not Ohio state, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I went to like a, a university like Ohio State or like Texas, mm-hmm. it'd be different. But, but yeah, I mean, there was just nothing to do up there. And Den, Den's just an interesting area. I mean, not a lot of like Christians up in Den. Mm-hmm. There's not there not really any churches. I mean, mm-hmm. I found a church that I would go to for, for uh, like, I guess it would be like their own youth group, but it was for college students. I would do that on Tuesday nights occasionally. But it, I mean. It just it didn't feel the same as as Nofo did. Yeah. So it was hard for me to go to that. Um, but then like Denton is like a huge drinking and partying area. Mm-hmm. That's like if you don't do that, then you don't do anything up there. Yeah. So I was like, that's not that's not anything I'm interested in or want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just as I was getting ready to start this spring semester, I was looking at my class schedule. I'm like, I'm only trying to do classes on Tuesday, Thursdays. Mm. Why would I stay up there Monday, Wednesday, Friday and do nothing and where I can come home and like actually hang out at the house and be involved in the church again. Yeah. 
So I think that was that was the the huge thing. I just wanted to be involved in the church again, and then also just like Denton just wasn't that much fun. And let's let's be honest. Just give us the real other real reason why. I mean, <laughs> what you what you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, are you really hanging out at the house? I mean, you're here tonight, but yeah, I'm here tonight. But if you weren't here, where would you be? <laughs> With Madison. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Like shout out Madison. There the we go. Madison, second yeah. family. Family number two. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, it. I mean, if I stayed up there, it wouldn't be too terrible because it's thirty minutes. But also, it's also nice being here because I'm so close to every everyone again. Right. So. But yeah. also, like, I think maybe maybe too part of that story is like you thought you had a certain plan and it was lined out a certain way and. Mm-hmm. What God showed you is there was a bigger plan that yep. you had no idea about, right? Mm-hmm. And He's like still kind of revealing things, even. yeah. And um, I don't know. Even that song we sang, shout out to McKenna for the recommendation for worship that people are talking about. That yep. good, good plans by Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, we we'll probably have to drop that somewhere in this podcast. Well, we can't because we'll probably get copyright. Yeah. No. Go out, check just it go, out. Yeah, just go look. Good it up. plans by Red Rocks. Um, that's such a powerful song with the words that I think speak to the truth of what God does in our lives. Sometimes we don't even know it. Like we think we know what is going to happen, right? I thought I knew what was going to happen. Did we ever think we were going to move to Fort Worth, Texas? No. I mean, we're from the Northeast, right? Like, yeah. So to come here and now this is home and this is where we're like. And I'm retiring here. And, yeah, I definitely say this. And, home. and you guys are like, we want to live here. Well, you do. I McKenna wants to live at the beach. So Galveston, you can go to Galveston. Yeah. She wanted to surf, but she can't surf in the middle of Fort Worth. So, yeah. but now she's like, she's looking at us like we're crazy. Yeah, but she did say she wanted to go to the beach. So you can chime in if you want to. I mean, oh, they can hear you there. over here. What? Oh, I'm there. Well, what do you? So you're just gonna like. Get in a van and drive there and then come back every day? No. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? I don't know. Oh, we, we're going to get McKenna on this podcast. Oh, we definitely too. need to. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely. Because mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have to ask her, like... The insights into McKenna's mind. Well, yeah. I'm, they've already seen, like, us as PK and Pastor on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Like, people love actually, that. Actually, you can go check that out if you want to. PK underscore and underscore... What's that? We haven't posted in a while, but that's just now. Check it out. Now that just gives us reason to have to post something. Yeah. So maybe just maybe eyes at you <laughs> Saturday night when we're DJing at the uh, daddy daughter dance. I mean, we're already going to be goofy enough as it is. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think those have all been like big moments in the church. So, and then like how God's plan changes and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely seen that. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to transition into our next topic. Um, how long are we going anyway? I have no idea. We're I mean, just going to keep going. We've been going. talking for a while here. So yeah. Do people, um, do people really want to listen to us that long? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess we'll find to. out. Yeah. We'll yeah. find out. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, we'll well go you might want to stay one. cause I, I do have something else I, I heard today that I got to share. So, okay. Well, our next topic, um, that I want to go over is this upcoming Sunday, 
Big Sunday. Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh-huh. That's I already know what I'm gonna ask you. Okay. Who are you rooting for? I mean to win the Super Bowl. There's no way I am rooting for Jonathan Soto's team. And I'm not rooting for their opponents either. I'm rooting for Taylor Swift. I knew it. I knew it. You talk I'm more really, about Taylor Swift in your message than thing. your family. I'm rooting for her to come out in the middle of the halftime show I, with no, Usher. I don't think that's going to happen. It needs to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. It needs to happen. Come no, on, NFL. I, make it I, happen. I, I cannot stand. I was so mad. Take, take, I don't want the 49ers. I didn't want the 49ers or the Chiefs in no. it. The but Bills I want the 49ers should. to win. I don't. Because, yes, I do. As much as I know Jonathan is going to talk about it and kind of get sick of it. Yeah. I just do not want to see Taylor Swift a million times on the TV. It's going to happen no I, matter what. I, I know. But afterwards, they're just going to milk it because it's been giving them so much money. And I know afterwards, if the Chiefs win it, it's just going to be camera on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And that's all I'm going to see. McKenna afterwards. wants to speak. And I'm trying to get her over here. Come on. Just get in. Come, come on over to the mic. Come on. Stop laughing and get over here. She's not going to. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So here's the deal. All right. At the end of the day, the NFL, that game that was on Peacock, the Miami Dolphins game against who are they playing? The Chiefs, maybe? I think so. I don't know. Whoever they played. The first round of playoffs or first round and they yeah. they nobody could watch the game because it was on Peacock. Yeah. It was $150 million is what the NFL made off that. They needed to go. They need to call Taylor's agent up and be like, yo, Taylor, 150 going to you right now to be on that. You know how much money they're going to make? On the halftime show? Oh, yeah. She's going to be back. I've already seen enough videos. It's like she could make it back. Yeah. She's there. It's Friday. Tomorrow night. The concert's tomorrow night. TikTok tells you everything you need (laughs) to know. I've seen like four videos of people doing flight trackers and like she can make it back by 7 a.m. that day. By Saturday. She's going to actually make it back. Oh, yeah. It's like Saturday night she'd get back and she'd be able to. Because, you know, she's not flying American Airlines. No, she's flying her own private jet. She got her own jet. She's going to be sleeping on there the whole time. Yeah. So she'll get on there. Fly I, overnight. I don't expect her not to be there. I mean, I feel yeah, like she's going to be no there. Yeah, there's no way she's not going to be yeah. there. So, um, Well, speaking of Super Bowl, I want to talk. What do you think, like, no t- Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, none of that. Just who do you think is going to win score predictions? Oh, man. I think it's hard. Like, I don't know. I think both teams could win just depending on, like, Brock Purdy did not play well in the first half of the game. And the Lions literally tanked in the second half. Yeah. It wasn't that. Now, some of the, not, Jonathan's going to argue, Brock Purdy played great. Any 49ers fan is going to be like, Brock Purdy was amazing in the second. He had a good second half. But half of that was because the Niners defense. The Niners defense is and the, the best defense. And the the uh, Detroit Lions choke artist went fumble ice, you know, fumble it and then throw the interception. And then, I mean, I like the aggressiveness of the coach. I like the aggressiveness of the coach and how he went. Like, he was going for, like, I'm not going to tie the game. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, like, your team's raveling. Like, they're reeling. you gotta, you got to kick the field goal yeah. there. 
And then, especially when you give up that many unanswered points. And then you got Kermit the Frog leading the charge on the Chiefs there. I just don't know. I I mean, I'm going to go with a Niners win, but it's going to be a low scoring game. It's going to be like 20 to 17. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be the super defense, high scoring, but I think it'll be close. Yeah. I think the, the Niners defense. Honestly, I think it comes down to the last drive, honestly. All I hope is like, if it, it's the Niners, I'm only rooting for them because of the. Because of the Ohio State connection, Bosa and Bosa Chase, and Chase Young. Young, yeah, that's it. That's fair. So, yeah. How about you? What you think? I'm th- I'm thinking Niners. I think. Don't get me wrong. Brock Purdy's a great QB. Yeah, yeah. I think any other team he'd be on, he wouldn't be in the same situation. I think the 49ers all around are the best team in the NFL. I mean, they have the best running back in the entire league. Mm-hmm. Their wide receiver core is just absolutely insane. And then their defense is insane. Yeah. They got freaking is it Wagner? They got yeah, yeah Wagner, Bosa, and Young. Yeah, all right there. They're just they're just loaded. So yeah. I think Brock Purdy has been put in a good system. They're stacked. But I think that he's he's still a good quarterback. And I think he'll make the right plays. And I think that they're gonna end up pulling it off. I think, I think, yeah, twenty four seventeen or twenty seventeen yeah. around that. I, I just think the Chiefs they struggle. I mean, last couple of weeks they haven't struggled, but I feel like if they get under pressure, it's just gonna be like the first couple of weeks they're yeah. gonna throw the ball to an open wide receiver and they're just gonna drop it. But you know they've lost a lot of guys and they're still there. And you guys shout out to Mahomes four four Super Bowls under before he's thirty. Yeah, four of the last five. That's crazy. I mean, so. You got to give yeah. him that. And Andy Reid, he's won it. Shanahan, he's choked it's multiple true. times. So I don't it's know. It's a rematch from Could a couple of years ago, too. Yeah. So didn't the Niners almost win that game? I think so. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. The Chiefs ended up winning that one. But all right. I, I know what jersey I'm wearing on Sunday, though. What are you wearing? Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, I'm it's wearing the only jersey. Only Joey, jersey. Joey B. Joey Burrow. Got to wear America's team, not the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys I'll wear, but somebody's going to have to give me a new Cowboys jersey. I can't be wearing a Zeke Elliott jersey. Yeah. I need, like, Micah Parsons or – I'm not – Not No Dak. Well, Dak probably probably won't be there much longer, honestly. But – I'm not a bandwagon. (laughs) I'm just saying, if I'm going to root – I'm living Fort Worth, Dallas He will wear the jerseys that people give to him. (laughs) If (laughs) – if somebody got me a Micah Parsons jersey before Sunday, I would I'll wear that instead of Joey Burrow. I think that's fair. That's fair. But if not, I'm I, the Zeke jersey. I just can't wear that one. No, no. So, but, all right. Here's the last thing, because I think we got to wrap it up. Right? Yeah. Okay. And McKenna's like, I want to get out of the office. She <laughs> locked herself in here with us, so yeah. she's kind of stuck. Um. So I was on TikTok earlier and on my for you it was a this church that i huge church in louisville kentucky and one of the guys i went to college with is one of their teaching pastors there Mm -hmm. and uh he was preaching and he was like i didn't know this but there's a gen z bible translation that came out oh boy and he was reading the birth story of jesus and it was it was amazing oh no so i don't this isn't the same Version. There's another translation of it, but just listen to this, all right? And then somehow, some way, I guarantee 
this is going to make it into a sermon someday. But of course it will. Said this <laughs> once upon a time in a land low key, ancient, but high key, vibey. <laughs> oh my God. There was this girl named Mary. She was chilling in Nazareth, probably scrolling through her ancient equivalent of TikTok. When suddenly an angel slid into her DMs. Stop. <laughs> and not just any angel. We're talking about Gabriel, the head honcho of angelic messengers. He was like, yo, Mary, you're going to have a baby. And Mary was like, um, excuse me, what now? But Gabriel was all, chill, it's all good. This isn't just any baby. He's going to be a big deal. Like, savior of the world kind of big deal. So Mary was shook. But she was also like, all right, let's do this. Major props to Mary for being cool with such a wild plot twist. Meanwhile, Joseph, her fiancé, was a bit of a skeptic. But after a dream where an angel was like, bro, this is legit, he was on board too. Now, plot twist. Emperor Augustus decided to throw a census. Basically, the ancient world's version of roll call. Wow. <laughs> Everyone had to yeet themselves back to their hometowns to be counted. So Mary, who was hella pregnant at the time, Joseph... Had to bounce to Bethlehem. And let me tell you, this wasn't a quick Uber ride. There was a hardcore road trip on a donkey. Talk about a rough ride. About done here. When they finally rolled up in Bethlehem, it was packed. Like Coachella level, crowded. Every Airbnb was booked solid. After what must have been a zillion no vacancy signs, they found a spot in a stable. Yeah, you heard that right. Jesus was about to make his grand entrance in a barn. And then it happened amidst the cows and the hay. Mary gave birth to Joseph. No epidurals, no fancy birthing suite, just raw, unfiltered nativity vibes. <laughs> they wrapped Jesus in some swaddles and they laid him in a manger because, well, there wasn't any cribs handy in this rustic setup. Wow. This wasn't, this isn't as good as the one that he did. Like, maybe we can find that TikTok. I already know someone like 40 something years old wrote that. That, that one wasn't that's, great. That's bad. I wish, I wish they could. The people listening could have seen how straight faced I was to that whole thing. Yeah, that was bad. I know that was really bad. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, you to you that was really bad. I mean, that's like it's like when Anthony says "gat," like that's (laughs) "gat." Okay, okay. I think we'll wrap it up on that. I think we'll wrap it up on that. Okay, now you're playing the laugh track. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think we were gonna wrap it up on that. Um, Wrap it. Anything else you want to say no. to the people? Just come back. Who knows what Stay content. tuned. I thought this was a pretty good episode. I actually. did too. Some good content here. Yeah, I think we got some very good content, got some good topics out. Uh, we just need some some suggestions for what people want to yeah. hear. Let us know so, what you want, to, want us to talk about. Yeah. We'll talk then, about messages, I'm sure. Yeah. And then hopefully with the next podcast episode... We're going to record it too. So if you prefer video podcasts, that'll be up yeah. on a YouTube channel. So we're going to work Gotta on get that. Shots by Blake out there. Yeah. We're going to work on getting that set up. Captured by Kenna and getting some pictures for the the site too. For sure. Actually, yeah. we'll Kenna, get that. Before you leave, get a picture of us like 0.5. <laughs> Just so you got, got something. Yeah. So that way you can post it on social. the stories. We'll put it on social. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we'll wrap right. this up. Uh, we'll see y'all in the next episode. Insights. See the ya. insights. The insights.